Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and today we're exploring the Scorpio new moon. The Scorpio new moon takes place on Friday November 5 at 8.14 a.m. in Sydney, Thursday November 4 at 9.14 p.m. in London and 5.14 p.m. in New York City. Scorpio season and Scorpio moons are always a profound lesson in life. The cycle of death and rebirth is the universe's not-so-secret formula for your own evolution and growth. It encourages you to choose death over stagnation, knowing that in doing so, you're creating space for new life to bloom. Scorpio encourages us to embrace our shadow, and in doing so, allows us to step into the light. And by recognizing our wounds rather than ignoring them, we're able to transform into the proverbial butterfly and spread our wings. The themes of this new moon are passion, intimacy, transformation, power, endings and beginnings, death and rebirth. And of course, it wouldn't be a Scorpio new moon without a little bit of intensity. The fact that Mars also shifts into Scorpio in time for this new moon adds even more intensity when it joins the sun and moon in this rather extra sign. Everything is impermanent and Scorpio knows this better than most. We exist in a universe governed by cyclical energy. Everything is in a constant flux of growth and decay, contraction and expansion, lightness and shadow, and an inevitable part of every cycle is death and rebirth. The impermanence is just as present in the growth stages as in the decay. Nothing lasts forever. And this should bring you comfort. Be grateful and present with the light and just as as grateful and present with the shadow because both will pass. This is impermanence. This is Scorpio energy. I spoke about the death and rebirth cycle during the Scorpio season episode, which was last episode, and we've now reached the death with this new moon. It's a symbol of the death. Everything that comes after it, the rebirth. So the new moon instigates that rebirth process. So you might like to look back and see what you released under the Aries full moon a couple of weeks ago. This could be an indicator of what deaths have occurred and what is about to be birthed. Everything that needs to come to the surface to be transformed will surface during a Scorpio new moon. 
It's likely to find its way through often uncharted waters via, you guessed it, water sign, our emotions. <laughs> and in order to highlight where transformation is due to occur, it'll often stir up our emotions as a guiding light or a flashing neon sign, depending on how much of a nudge you require. When emotions do arise with this new moon, your best bet is to go within and process them rather than throwing them like daggers at the people around you. And look, I think emotions around a Scorpio new moon and we've got Scorpio in Mars, remember that as well. And a Mars is all about our anger management and our aggression and also our proactiveness and our productivity and our motivation but remembering when emotions are in Scorpio there is a level of intensity to them and this might feel destabilizing so make sure that you breathe through them try not to overanalyze them note to self and just have an awareness that just because you feel them intensely it actually doesn't mean that the subject matter or the situation or the person in question is intense, okay? So just trying to gain some perspective on the intensity of Scorpio energy. I actually <laughs> love Scorpio and new moons because much like the season in which they rise, they're all about what happens in the, in the shadows, just like the new moon, which is bathed in zero light. So I ask you, while sitting in the darkness with nothing but your emotions, what is being brought to light? Because this is where the truth lies. Everything you ignore, everything you suppress, everything you make an excuse for hasn't disappeared. <laughs> I know, surprise, surprise. It just sits there lurking in the shadows, waiting for another opportunity to present itself. The truth will not stay hidden. And I think that this is actually something to celebrate. Sitting with yourself in the light brings distraction, right? You can see everything. When sitting with yourself in the dark, it's just you and all the things that like to hide in the shadows, like our fears, but also our big dreams and our deepest desires that we hide from, that we squash, that we pretend don't exist. They will stay in the shadows if we're too afraid to reveal them. This is your new moon to bring them to the surface. This is the moon to emerge from all of the shadow work we've all had to face this year. This is the new moon of hope, of change, of becoming, whatever that means to you. The mantra for Scorpio is I transform. Simply uttering those words becomes the catalyst of change within me. So say that mantra out loud right now and feel into what stirs deep within your belly. I transform. If you are feeling stuck and stagnant, now is the time to invite transformation to take place, surrendering to whatever form the universe delivers it. Okay, let's have a look at some ways to work with this Scorpio new moon. Embrace your sensuality and sexuality. In astrology, Scorpio rules the eighth house, which is concerned with sex and secrets and scandal and death and transformation. Scorpio is sexy as hell, and that sensuality tends to play in the shadows. But look, there is nothing wrong with that. So embrace it. Use it to discover parts of yourself 
you perhaps haven't dared to explore. And how you embark on that exploration is completely up to you. Just make the most of this scorpionic energy. Deepen relationships, but only if they're ready to go deep. If they aren't, then make space for the deaths to occur. Feel into this from a calm and centered space and know that any transformation that takes place is always in your highest interest. Forgive and make peace. This is usually a full moon exercise, but holding grudges in Scorpio season and around a Scorpio new moon is just plain detrimental. So watch out for obsessiveness in Scorpio season with yourself and especially with others. And if you've been holding a grudge, now is the time to let go. Allow your ego to die and see what births. A healthy ego is a good thing for sure, but what if you allowed your ego to take a little bit of a backseat during this Scorpio new moon and see who you become? Ask yourself, am I being affected by this because my ego is bruised? Am I reacting this way from an egoic space? If you could come instead from the heart and be your authentic self in the moment, even if your authentic self is a little bit shadowy, Again, how could the situation transform? Be open to big change. Whether you're longing for an epic change or not, be open to the possibility. If we close ourselves off from shifts in energy and deaths occurring, we stunt the growth cycle, plain and simple. Scorpio demands profound change. So start fantasizing and visualizing about what epic changes you're ready for. Embrace the intensity of your emotions. Scorpio is a water sign, so it is very, 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 very likely (laughs) that emotions will arise around this moon. And yes, it is likely that they will be intense. So bathe in them, enjoy them, really feel them and observe how they transform your inner psyche, your heart space and your ability to respond. If you can do all of this without judgment, you will survive. I promise. If you would like to take part in a Scorpio New Moon Circle, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover member. As part of the Lunar Lover membership, you get access to a New Moon Circle and a Full Moon Circle every month. You get New Moon and Full Moon journal prompts. You get access to a whole lot of goodies, including yoga classes for each phase of the moon, a whole library of guided meditations and a whole lot of moon resources. To become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is head to the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. If you haven't gone and followed it already, there is now a Lunar Lover Instagram page. It's a fun page. We talk about the new moon and the full moon, obviously, but also everything else that's going on astrologically. There's some really good cheat sheets for some terms that you hear on the podcast that you might not be familiar with. And I also post quite regularly um, a current chart, which will show you where all of the planets are currently sitting in the zodiac. Well, all of the personal planets anyway. They're the ones that are affecting you on a personal level. So that can be really, really interesting. It's a nice little add-on to your lunar lover experience. So if you would like to follow that Instagram account, the handle is at lunar double underscore lover. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to take a screenshot on your phone 
and tag me at Georgiana Levine and at Luna double underscore lover. Share it to your Instagram stories. That would be fabulous. I love seeing those. All right, my loves, until next moon, we're looking at a Taurus full moon in a couple of weeks time. And we'll also dive into Sagittarius season. Until then, I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.